Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. All of us here, we know that our bodies and minds are imperfect. They just continue to break down. Never designed that way, but sin brought that. The Bible tells us that we will receive new bodies as we go to heaven. Brand new bodies. We will have our personalities, individualities. We'll be recognizable. We'll recognize our loved ones and friends in heaven. Our bodies are going to be suited for heaven and for eternity. They will be like the resurrected body of Jesus. Real, visible, and tangible. If you're above a certain age, you understand the concept of a worn-out body. The things you could do at 25 are a lot harder to do at 40 and almost impossible at 60. Those times are when people want to reverse the clock on their physical bodies. Pastor Mark will be teaching what the Bible has to say about the rapture, what happens to Christ followers at that time. You'll learn what's going to happen to your body and how your new body will differ from your current one. You'll discover that God has a lot of wonderful plans for you after you transition from this world to heaven. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of today's broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark in the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 as he begins his message, Are You Ready for the Rapture? We're talking about end times, when things get toward the end of the world, what that looks like. So you need to follow through in the scriptures. Let's see if any of you are familiar with this scene. Now, if all you've ever done is take a canoe down the road, no, you are not familiar with this scene. But if you're taking a cruise, this is a muster drill. It's a mandatory safety exercise, one main operation. You have to learn how to put on your life vest, and you have to find out where the boat is from your section of the ship so that if something happens, you can get on your boat and get into the water if you have to do that. Now, the Bible talks about being ready and being prepared, but it doesn't talk about this. It's the same principle. In case of an emergency, we have to be prepared. So here are two things that Christ followers have to be prepared for. Number one, Christ followers are to prepare and be ready for the rapture. Now, we'll talk about the rapture. So I have to be ready. I have to prepare myself. That's what today's teaching is going to be about. But there's something else. Christ followers are to prepare and be ready for our death. Now, why would we have both? Well, the rapture, which is Jesus coming in the air to take the church out of here to heaven before the tribulation, that is mentioned, the rapture is mentioned as a mystery in the Old Testament. 
So that's thousands of years ago, thousands of years ago. Well, here we are. When Jesus came 2,000 years ago, he began to introduce this. He talked about in his teaching, the rapture's coming. Okay, let's just take the New Testament 2,000 years ago. How many people have gone in the rapture in the last 2,000 years? How many? Zero. Hasn't happened yet. Well, Pastor Mark, it's never going to happen. No, don't go there. We had to talk about that in the Bible. They talked about it. Well, where is his coming? It's coming. Now, how many people in the last 2,000 years have died? Everybody but now that's living. Am I right? So which is going to come first in your life? You don't know. I don't know. We'll see today. We have no idea when the rapture is happening. Could happen in an instant. You'll see later. A twinkling of an eye. When is your death coming? Anybody know your time of death? No. Does God? Yes. Should you be ready for your death? Yeah. Now, that's what I'm talking about. So both of those things, we have to learn how to kind of work together, prepare, and be ready for either the rapture or death, because we don't know which one's going to come first. Probably, but we don't know this, our death will come before the rapture. Maybe, maybe not. Now, if you're an unbeliever, you're not ready for either one. But I want to teach you how to get ready for heaven. You need to be ready and prepared for heaven. So we're going to talk about that. Now, Paul begins sharing this with us. And we're in chapter 5, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, look at verse 1. Now, brothers and sisters, about times and dates, we do not need to write you. For you know very well that the day of the Lord, and I'll explain that later, will come like a thief in the night. In other words, totally unexpected. Now, that word now... In some of your Bibles, different translations, it might use the word but. What are we talking about? Well, remember when the Bible was written, Paul's writing a letter. There were no chapters. There were no verses. It's just a letter. So he transitions from what he's just been talking about. Well, what he's just been talking about is chapter 4 for us. See, if I told you this morning, turn to 1 Thessalonians 5, in those days, that would mean nothing to them. They have no idea what you're even talking about. That's why the scholars put the chapters and verses in for us. So Paul is referring them back, back to what he had just been teaching, and then they just move right on into the next section. No titles, no nothing, they just move. So I want you to turn back to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. You're just one chapter back. And we'll start in verse 14. Now, remember who Paul is speaking to. He's speaking to a church he established in Thessalonica, new believers. He's in Corinth writing this to them. So here we go. So Paul says this, we believe that Jesus died and rose again. And so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. Falling asleep doesn't mean the people on the third row that are right now asleep in your service. We're talking about people who have died. That was the word that they would use in those days. Because the body actually falls asleep. It's done. It's over with. Now, in this verse, you're going to see as things come, Paul's going to divide believers, as he's talking about end times, into two groups of people. 
believers who are still alive, and believers that have already died. And the confusion was to these brand new Christians, they knew when they died, they'd go to heaven because they're born again. But they didn't know as they became believers, maybe a a mom or a dad or a neighbor or something who was a Christian died of disease or accident or what they, where are those people now? So that was where the confusion is. Will they ever get to heaven? What has happened to them? It's the same as you and I, as we think about it. My mom and dad and my brother have all died. Well, they were confused. Where are they? I know where I'm going to go because I'm still alive, but where are they? So look at verse 15. According to the Lord's own word, Paul says, God gave me a revelation. We tell you that we who are still alive, all right, let me see how you're doing. Who is he talking about? All of us. You're alive. You're alive. We who are still alive, who are left till the coming of the Lord, in other words, the rapture, will certainly not proceed, go first before those who have fallen asleep. And what he means by that, those who have already died in the past. So Paul explains to them and comforts them. And you'll see how that works in a moment. He says, God gave me an understanding. When we think about death and the end of life and what happens, we don't speculate. We have the revelation of God. So he says to them, you don't have to worry or wonder about death or life after death or the rapture or what in the world's going to happen in heaven. We have that truth from God himself. Now, here's what he's going to say to the people, because that's the only people he can talk to, the people who are alive. Watch this. When a believer dies, their body, remember, we're body, soul, and spirit. We're a three-part being. When a believer dies, their body goes in the ground, but their spirit, soul, is immediately present with the Lord. Now, where does God live? In heaven. He doesn't live in Palm Bay. He lives in heaven. So when a Christian dies, absent from the body, what? Present with the Lord. It takes a long time to fly up there, but eventually we get there. (laughs) No, if you're new, instantly we're in heaven. Will you take that trip okay? Yeah. You know, I think about this, all all these scientists, and they're they're good people. But they they come up, oh, we found a new planet. And God's going, you ain't seen nothing yet. So we get to go present with the Lord, absent from the body, present with the Lord. So what is he saying? The rapture is true. Heaven's true. If you're a Christian, that's where you go. Now, notice what it says. The body goes into the ground. As we talked about, don't worry about cremation. The body that goes in the ground, what happens over time? It goes back to dust. What does cremation do? It's just quicker. You say, well, that can't happen. Well, remember the two airline crashes just recently? We probably had 350 people that were burned to death. They're cremated. Is that a problem for God? No. What did he start with? Dirt. See, all the stuff that you do in the morning, it's going to go bye-bye. It's going to be back to dirt again. Then he's going to give us a new body. We're going to be excited about that when I get there. All right? Now, so look what he says in verse 16. Here's the second part of this. For when the Lord himself, Jesus, will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel, 
And with the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ, those who have already passed away, will rise first at the rapture. Those believers who have already died, they're already in heaven. Let's go back, make sure you understand that. If my dad and mom and brother died, when they died, and they died at different parts of their life, different times. My mom actually died of breast cancer at 42. My brother at like 54. Okay, absent from the body, where? Tell me. Okay, so where has my dad and my mom and my brother been since then? In heaven. Okay, so what happens is, when Jesus comes back, they're going to rise first. They're going to rise first. And then right after that, we are going to rise. So those who died in Christ will be resurrected first. Now, this is a picture of the word rapture. The word rapture means caught up. From the earth. Now, here's what you want to write. Rapture. The time of Jesus' return in the air. You're going to see that in just a moment. To take his followers to heaven. Now, there's two comings of Jesus. Actually, three comings of Jesus. He came to the earth first. As a baby, Christmas, we celebrate it. Came to the earth first. His second coming is the rapture. He does not come down to the earth. He comes in the air. He comes in the air. The third coming is when he comes back to the earth to set up his kingdom on the earth. Anybody looking for that day? When the kingdom is set up, no more CNN. Jesus, help us. Hallelujah. (laughs) No more any of this crazy stuff. If you look at the news, our world is, it doesn't matter what country. Britain, I don't know what they're doing over there, but Brexit needs to exit somehow. I mean, it's just a disaster in our world. And you see what? All over the world is in torment. I'm waiting for the Savior to come and rule it with peace. Amen. It's coming. But that's his third coming. Now, look at verse 17. After that, after the people who have died and come back, they're going to be raised first. After that, we who are still alive, and who's that? That's you and me. And our left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. In the air. Remember, he doesn't come to the ground. And so we will be with the Lord for how long? Forever, forever, and ever. So when Jesus came to this earth, his purpose was many purposes. But one of them, of course, was to die. But he wanted to set up people that could take his place. And that was his apostles. Today, it's you and me. And he promised the Holy Spirit would come in us so we'd be part of the body of Christ. Now, when he did that, he established what we call today the church age. The reason it's called church age is because he started the church, the church of Jesus Christ. And that age started on the day of Pentecost. We're still in it today. 2,000 years later, we're in the church age. Now, this next picture is the picture of the rapture. Now, notice the rapture you see is in a cloud. Now, why is that? Because he doesn't come down to the earth. He does this catching up in the cloud. Now, look at the second coming. He's going to come all the way down and stand on the Mount of Olives, the same place he left. So there's the difference. Now, look at this little blue line here to the left of the rapture, this little blue line. What is that little blue line coming down here and then going up? That's all the people that are believers that have died. Where have they been all this time? In heaven. So see where they're coming from? They're coming from heaven, and they're coming down. And what's coming out of the grave to meet them? 
their bodies. God has put it together. And as they rise up together, God gives them a totally brand new body. Anybody excited about that? Oh, yeah, I'll take it. Well, okay, I'm going to have them use you an old body. Is that all right? Now, what's the little red mean? That's you and I. We weren't in heaven. We're on earth. But we're going to what? Join them. And forever, we're going to be in heaven with the Lord. Now, you saw the word, and I'll come back to it later quickly. The day of the Lord. The day of the Lord is used all through the Old Testament and through the New Testament. In our context, the day of the Lord, and you can see this in many places, the day of the Lord. Normally, what it means, God's wrath. God says, I've had enough. Remember the flood? Nobody wanted to believe God. Everybody wanted to do their own thing, except Noah and his family and eight. He said, build an ark. And the people went, ha, 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 never been any rain or whatever, until it started raining. Hundreds of years, Noah preached. Nobody believed. You know, it sounds like our world today. Do you know that? They don't believe God at all. And then when it started raining, which they'd never seen before, the doors were closed. Then they panicked, but they all died. That's the wrath of God. Making fun of God. Careful. He's a loving God, but he's a just God. So you see that. I don't like it. You don't like it, but that's true. But the other part is blessing. The day of the Lord can be a blessing. When the believers go to heaven, those that have died and those who are us, just going to be raptured. We go to heaven. Would you call that a curse of God or a blessing of God? That's a blessing of God. Now, who's left? And you're going to see this. I want you to see this in your mind. Who's left when all the believers leave? All unbelievers. Would that be a thousand people in our world? That'd be probably six to eight billion people in our world. Now, would you call that, and then they go into seven years of hell. That's the day of the Lord. So what has God done? He's protected us from his wrath. God protects his believers from the wrath of God. And what does he do? He catches us up. Would you take that option, or you want to stay here for seven years through that? See, that's God's love for us. That's why we need to get the gospel out. You'll see that as we go. So just keep that in your mind as we go through the teaching today. Now, Look at verse 18. Therefore, encourage each other with these words. No kidding. We have all these reasons to be encouraged, excited, filled with hope. Because we know when we get to heaven, so many things are going to happen. We're going to meet our friends, whatever. I can't wait to meet Moses. Moses, what was walking through that Red Sea like? Man, tell me. And you'll have all those kind of other things as well. Plus, we're going to get a new body on the way up. Now, Heaven is the place where believers live in their new bodies, in their new bodies. Here's what that transition looks like. Natural to supernatural, imperfect to perfect, sinful to sinless, and death to an eternal life. What a transition. All of us here, we know that our bodies and minds are imperfect. And they just continued to break down. Never designed that way, but sin brought that. The Bible tells us that we will receive new bodies as we go to heaven. Brand new bodies. We will have our personalities, individualities. We'll be recognizable. We'll recognize our loved ones and friends in heaven. Our bodies are going to be suited for heaven and for eternity. 
They will be like the resurrected body of Jesus, real, visible, and tangible. Now, that should excite you. You remember when Jesus died and was resurrected, he decided one of those evenings to go visit the disciples, and they were in the upper room. We don't know where he was, but he took an Uber, and he got... Yeah, you're right. How did he get from where he was to the upper room? Can you imagine just saying where you want to go and you're there? That's what our new body is going to be like. It's supernatural. And when he got there, he was so excited. Woo! He got there. Well, he forgot his keys for the upper room. So he knocked on the door. No, he didn't. When he got to the upper room, what did he do? He walked through the door. I like it. You like it? How many hate losing your keys? You know, I finally got one after nine-year-old car. I got a new one. These fobs weigh about this much when you walk around. You know what I'm talking about? Well, in those days, no keys. No TSA waiting in line. You just fly wherever you want to go. Amen. Boeing will be gone by then. Okay, now, let's move on. There's one other thing Jesus did that you're going to like. Our bodies are going to be just like Jesus. Remember that. Just like Jesus. Our new bodies, because we saw Jesus do it, we're going to be able to drink and eat with no diets. Get on that bike. No, fat just come off me. There it is. Praise the Lord. How many carbs are in that? Who cares? We're free, free. Yes, we are free. That's going to be fantastic. Until then, we suffer. All right, now. Our bodies are going to be imperishable. That means no longer subject to decay and aging. And I thought about this one a lot this week. Our disabilities, the people have disabilities, so many families, people, all gone. Brand new body. Brand new body. My wife and I like to watch BBC news, not all the time, but more than any of the others, obviously. They are still liberal in the political stuff and whatever, but it's really news. You can see all kind of stuff happening in the world rather than Trumpitis. That's about all they have on the other news places. And there was a guy, and I'd seen him before. He's a young guy, no hands, just a wrist, no feet, just an ankle. And he was taking a trip to Japan on his own because they have hardly any kind of disability stuff. And he's trying to get things started for people. So they showed him at the subway in Tokyo. And I've been there numbers of times. And it's a funny place because all of a sudden when you're trying to get on the subway, you feel this. What the heck was that? Well, they have these pushers with white gold. They push your butt. They pack you in like a sardine. I beg your pardon. Woo! You don't say beg your pardon anymore. Get me in. Get me in. Get me in. Because you have to wait forever. Now, they call white gov. That would be a job I wouldn't care for. In today's teaching, Pastor Mark spoke about what's called the rapture. You learn what this is and how it'll affect you whether you're a Christ follower or not. You learned how God's going to retrieve the followers of Jesus who've died, as well as his people who are alive at that time. The idea of being with Jesus forever should fill you with hope and joy. 
you don't have to wait to hear another message from Lessons for Living. Visit LessonsForLivingRadio.com to access our archive of messages on various topics and books of the Bible. Subscribe to our podcast as well to receive updated teachings as soon as they're made available. We're so glad you joined us today and we'd love to connect with you. Feel free to contact us with your questions and prayer requests at 866-779-3441. That's 866-779-3441. Next time, Pastor Mark will continue his teaching, Are You Ready for the Rapture? He'll keep on giving you information from the Bible explaining what this catching up of the saints is all about. You'll hear what kind of world conditions, the warning signs will precede the rapture. You'll also find out more about what will happen to Christ followers during this event. We wish we had more time today, but we will have to pick up where we left off next time as Pastor Mark continues teaching through this series called Live Here Now, Live There Forever. That's next time on Lessons for Living. In a hurting world, a new hope he is given.